Good morning. So, you have the Elia Rabba in front of you. There's some copies over here. And we saw last week that there are two points that the Elia Rabba is going to be discussing. One point which he does not dwell on is that it was such a chiddush that Devera was the shofetis. First issue is, can a lady, even a Nevi'a Tzadikas, be a Shafetis? If she can't be an aide, can she be a Dayan? And the various Shittas that we had, either it was Alpia Deeper, it was Harasha, they will makabal her. You can makabal Apostle of Dayan anyway. If they want to come to her, it's Masha and the Pasuk. They came to seek her guidance. Or she wasn't Pasuking in the Shailas, she was just overseeing, not just, it's a big job, overseeing uh, the halach elach of Klai Yisrael, their direction, uh, the musr, the tshuva, and to make sure the Bate Dinim running correctly, but the din was actually paskin by the Bate Dinim, by the Dayanim. She could be in the via. In the via, the Elia Rab actually says, Beferish, that, using that as an answer, we'll go over that right now, that if you work on yourself, you can reach whatever madriga you want. Dianus is a specific role as an aide. The fact that she's not kashledis doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. There's nothing, not a critique on the intelligence. Uh, there's anything of being a yaseira. It's a gzeris So is there an assumption that if you can't be an aide, you can't be a dayan? So one mahalach is that there is no such klal, and aides is one parsha, and dayanus is another parsha. Different, different. It's not, uh, it's like uh, Navia can be uh, a doctor. That's a bad example. I mean, she actually is a doctor. The original doctors where you went to the Navi and you found out what was wrong. Uh, so it's a different field. Let's, uh, it's not Yesh Bechal Masai Mana, which is what you're asking. If she knows everything up pi Navua, then why shouldn't you be able to pass in the din? The answer is, a Navi does not know everything up pi Navua. Navi is given whatever information Shehusham. Uh, Navi doesn't know everything that's going on all over the place at all times. That's an uh, important fact to consider. And that something doesn't mean you know all of Shas and Peskim, or L'chad Chidli, you should have been learning all of Shas and Peskim let alone paskinning, and even if you know it, can you paskin? Might be exactly because if you can't. So all those shaylas have to be addressed. Again, either it's her or Shah, they will makabal her anyway, or she wasn't actually paskinning, and there was a based in a series of batidinim under her, and she was the president of the based in the Nasiya, so to speak. And the fact they also raised by B'nai Nayach, they only have Zion Mitzvahs, but one of the Zion Mitzvahs is to set up a court system, and in that court system, they have slightly different dinim of who can give aid this. You only need one aid, not two. It could be a karav. It can't be an isha. By B'nai Nayach, an isha can't give aid this. Again, does that mean the apostle of Diana is necessarily? Maybe yes, maybe not. But even, even by B'nai Nayach, there's a gzeis akasa. So some want to point out that not necessarily a kasha. There might be a din and a dayan to enforce halacha. We have two different words in the Pesach, Shaftim V'Shaytrim, the Dianim, and then the enforcement, the police. By B'nai Nech, they just have one din, the din of 
setting up Bata Dinim, the seventh mitzvah, the Zion mitzvah, is a din in having society not fall apart and being able to have some sort of control in civil law in terms of just not stealing and not murdering and the like, just basics that we don't take for granted anymore. Leilainu, uh, and it uh, should uh, continue. That's a chiv on them, to have a, what does the wizard say, shaytrim, maybe it's tak only shaytrim, just deal with the rules and regulations, whether even getting that right, and you don't have to enforce it, but that's impossible. Nobody would hold like that. So apparently, without a pasuk of shaytrim and shaytrim, it's built in that by B'nai Noach, the shayfet is doing both. It's his job. So on that, the lady is normally puzzled, not that there's a psul, just that even my game, it's not her job. So over here, there are two shaylas. She's a shofetis, and she might be passing the dinim. Even if she's not passing the dinim, why is she a shofetis? So on some level, you have to come on to the fact that it's her rosha. As the Eliyar Rabba sort of asks and says, and even includes what happened to Pinchas. So let's, uh, we'll take it quickly from the beginning, and then we'll go on to the next paragraph. I saw a hand somewhere in the background. Right. So again, let's go to page one. Lapidus a lapid is a flame, a torch that's going to be the wicks that she and her husband are making for the Mishkan, Mishkan Shilo, for the Menorah. He shaved as he saw Beisahi, with him ativa shot varashi, Haisa shafet as he saw Beisahi, umis nava aleim, hala pinchas ben alazar, haya beyamemahem. The Elia Rabba is not really going to go on to answer that question. There are theories. Pinchas ben alazar, we understand she became a shafetes because there's nobody else. Makam shein ish. What? Could be. Um, it was sort of ad hoc. Yes. Sort of. There's no uh, election process specifically. They're asked by somebody. That's true. The often they weren't. Hold, hold that thought for three years. We'll go one by one. We ask me by each shayfet. Asnir ben Kanaz was sort of it was pushed. He was the god ladar. Uh, Ayub and Gabriel got an avua. Each one has to be examined. There was no official process, not like a minui melech. It's going to be a problem, not just by Devera. Devera is, is bailet because we're using an emergency harasha, makam sheinish, shtadulios leader, however you want to flip that expression. And Pinchas was around for hundreds of years. He's around, look at Divrei Yamin. He's around time of Dovin And, uh, well, so my answer a couple weeks ago uh, was that maybe Dafka not because there's a din per Yaakovinu that the Malchus is the Malchus and the Guna is the Guna and never the twain shall meet unless they do. Yes, so Tzadik, Tzadik asked that. He was the last one and he's not in Sefer Sheftim. Remind me in four years to discuss why that is. Maybe we'll even go a couple of psukim into Shmuel, uh, just as a uh, chazar when we, uh, when we get there. But Haladavrahu, he was officially the last shayfet. And again, you have to say that that was the leadership that was needed, and that was unusual, as Dever is unusual, but they always got it done, and he was the leader. But normally, Hashmanam also did that, and if you remember, my, my pshat in the Ramban, which 
is not so pushed to read the Ramban, but uh, you have to say something, is that Ramban says they were all punished because they took the Malchus besides the Kahuna. The original Chashmanayim were big tzaddik alien, and they were careful not to take the title of king. The Ramban in his Lushan says, Afalpi, that they were tzaddik alien, they still got destroyed. So I, I believe the Ramban means even though they were Siddiqui Eli and they saved Klai Yisrael and the Heshes Chusim, when the Chusim helped them that the next generations didn't become Siddiqui and go off and grab power. And Kamash Malan, it didn't because they violated the Tzavah of Yaakov But not the original ones were careful not to take it. I think that could be shot in the Ramban, but it's not, not so simple. So it's tricky. Does that mean there's nobody else? The Chashmanan says nobody else. What are we going to do? So Eli says, nobody else, so I'm the Shefet, and he was the last one, but I think it's a possibility that that's why Pinchas uh, avoided it, and he was always there to help out, so to speak, because every once in a while we have a Nevoah, and one coming up soon, and it was, Rashi tells us it was Pinchas coming to give them the Musa. The point over here is, may it ani alai, four lines down, may it ani alai, ben Yisrael, ben we discussed last week, Chiddush and Akum can get Nevoah. There was a promise to make sure Ben Yisrael would have the uh, monopoly, so to speak, in a positive way on the Nevoah, because as the Amanivcher, they're supposed to be giving direction to everybody else. But apparently, a guy can get some facsimile thereof, besides Bilam. Ben Ish, Ben Isha. We're not finished with Bilam, by the way. There is a tremendous amount. We don't really focus heavily on the Nyane Kabbalah in this year, but we always mention it in Navi, besides getting all the Chazals and all the Gemaras and all the Halachas and Lamdis and the storyline, it's not a story, uh, there's a, a lot of Kabbalah in terms of uh, Gilgulim, we have quoted and we will be quoting here and there, usually from Arami Panu and others, of who's a Gilgul of who to understand what the role is, but it's going to get to be quite uh, fascinating and uh, somewhat confusing. I'm going to try to clarify as much as we can, but uh, even Billam, who was Billam, I don't have to give you any, we're quite familiar with him from the past weeks, a rush of the highest order who had tremendous potential. Every neshama has some kadusha, and there's a need for a tikkun, and there are various ways to get it, and uh, his descendants, his children, are going to show up uh, pretty soon in the next few months in Shreftim when we have to go fight Midjan, as in Gidon is going to be fighting Midjan, and uh, even he is going to be there in some form of a Gilgal, his children, to get some sort of Tikkun. Uh, yes, the Shailid, but Tikkun, uh, the, the Milo of Gilgulim is even if they're physically killed and the Shama is still floating around somewhere. That could be a Milo or a short-term Chisarin, but it's ultimately a Milo. Yeah, okay, so uh, I'm mentioning it because Ben Yisrael Ben Chavim, I went back to it, is the fact that there is, well, everybody knows there was a famous Navi from the Chavim, that's Bilam, uh, and he was given so much Kedusha or potential Kedusha, um, it was so uh, wrongly applied and so squandered, but the Eliyar Rabbah is reminding us everybody has that potential, and the potential ultimately, if there's some Nitzvah Kedusha, has to be used and uh, redeemed somewhere, so to speak. That's a very deep concept, but a concept that's found a lot, and we're going to see some of it. Ben Yisrael, Ben Vuchavim, Ben Ish, Ben Isha, Ben Ever, Ben Shifcha, Hakol, Lafi, next page. Hamaisa Shehu Isa. 
Kach Ruch HaKedesh Shireilov. Kach Amru Baila Shodvara Amaretz Haya. As we mentioned, relative Amaretz, the reason I'm going back to this paragraph uh, is because I keep adding things. And Amaretz, as I mentioned last week, is a relative Amaretz. There are Chazals that say that he was around from, as a young man from the time of Yeshua Benun. He was Meshamish, the Sadiqim afterwards, and the Zakanim afterwards, and the Danim afterwards. So Amaretz might mean, you can have Machlech as a Madrashim, and Amaretz uh, often means a relative Amaretz. And one generation's Amaretz is another generation's Tamachacham uh, Muflug. So it doesn't sound like from the context over here in the Eliyah Rabbah that he was very learned because she suggested the wonderful idea as spouses should suggest to each other and how to grow and how to grow together and, and how to find eights even though they're shortcomings. This is classic spousal responsibility in terms of what you have to do for anybody in terms of chesed, certainly people at home. So whatever level Amaratzis it was, uh, she understood correctly that he could do more and he could have more of a chilek. And they picked making the psilis for the menorah. As we mentioned, the menorah represents chachma. You tap into the menorah, you will tap into chachma. Chachma here primarily means chachma satayra. And if you're an Amaratz, even a relative Amaratz, that's the first thing you want to do is tap into this kayach from the menorah. As we discussed yesterday in the shir, uh, we have a menorah somewhere over there next to you. Uh, so as you focus on it, uh, not the menorah. So the various versions of the medrash, uh, that she made the basilis and he brought it or he helped her or he made some and she made some, it doesn't really make a difference. They are both working on the project. And it was a big project because it was year year-round effort. It means Mishkan, Shabashiloi. Ma yim yechalkacha. Gears over here, if you look at two, Ulai. Meaning, maybe perhaps this will help you grow in this area of Chachma of Torah. Yechalkacha ben Anashim Kshem Shabaham Vitiskalela Maba. As we spoke about last week as well, both for Anashim and for Anashim, the only way to really get into Elam Haba is your connection and your chilek and Torah. The mitzvahs are important, but the main key, so to speak, is the attachment and uh, the Again, either she made it and he helped, transported it, they both made it. And they were focusing on the fact that the Hidra Mitzvah in this case is plugging into the Kayachatayra Lafichach Nikrash Shemai Lapidus. Not a coincidence, Lapidus and Barak have the same source. They both mean fire, bolt, lightning, things like that, and same person. So uh, Barak, according to many Mepharshim, is her husband. And she's called Ashus Lapidus, the husband of of uh, Barak or Aishas Lapidus, she made Lapidus and she was called Aishas Lapidus, the Lady of Lapidus. She was the one who originated and helped out and sort of owned the project, so to speak. Yes? I saw a hand. Yeah, you have another few hours for that. Well, uh, y- there's. Um, there's no, it can't be a machlegas over there. All the Gemaras uh, talk about an attachment to Torah. If you have a Tamachacham 
who is a tzaddik and tamarav, you need to be both, and uh, you want to uh, attach yourself and be close, that's Beferish uh, Chazal, that you should be by the uh, feet of Chachamim all the time, and you should be in a makam where you're going to grow and not be surrounded by people who are pulling you down. So there's no machlekes over there. That's, there's all Beferish Chazal. The Rambam as uh, I think we mentioned a few weeks ago in the Shir, says that you should be always with people who are growing and preferably bigger than you. Also, Fair Mishnah, the Zanavla Arayas, uh, Reishla Shulam Syndrome. And people always ask, logistically, how does that work out? How can I always be hanging around with people bigger than me? How can everybody be hanging around people bigger than them? That's not hard to do if everybody's always looking for people bigger than them. So that's a good kasha. The answer is not your problem. You find people bigger than you will worry about the people who can't. It never, that's never a problem. Because if the inertia is that everybody's always looking to raise the bar, then we'll raise the bar and then we'll also do Kirov. But do Kirov when you're ready for it, not before you're ready for it. And when it doesn't have a uh, negative influence. So one has nothing to do with the other. And the Ramam says if you can't find people that are like minded and growing, go live in a cave. Become a caveman. Uh, as is used as a racial slur against uh, from people, by some people. Uh, you remember that? Uh, so, um, it's like a funny, funny thing to use. Like to take the Rambam's example of uh, of what you have to do and say that that's a criticism that we're too isolated and too insular. Right. 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 And that sounds very drastic. So we're doing it. Uh, we're in the best measures all the time, being protected by the case of best measures, hopefully, and looking for people who are growing. And uh, there are a million chazals that say that that is the only mahalach that is going to save someone. And you have to, at the same time, when you're able to, reach out to save other people as well who are not with the program, but that's a different part of the shmooz that has to be integrated. We were just discussing that after Mincha, sort of. Right? The uh, difficulty in uh, how to do it where you're still doing your chesed and your hatzal snafashis and still preserving your buchnias. But that's not today's subject. Uh, the, every shofetis and every shofet is doing that. But Yeah. No, because it's not a, it's significant when it's a Korean exhibit or something like that. Here, the Madrashim often spell it Mullet. Interesting point you're making. Well, why do they? But it's not, uh, there's no Korean exhibit over here. V'chein Amru. Okay, so now that we got that uh, almost straight. V'chein Amru. Shlesha Hashem Yeshla. So this Barak is a fascinating, growing individual who is sharing the mantle leadership with his wife in terms of what he's going to do for Klai so he's the one who's going to be the general leading everybody into a war that on paper they can't win. Just... So I have a raya, there's a, there's a problem that's coming up, and that is that uh, Dvar is going to send a message to Barak coming up soon, within a few weeks. And he sends a message, now's the time, go into war. And it's pretty clear, she's over here, He's over there. She's sending a message. Everyone wants to know why is she over there and he's over there. Why wasn't the message over in the morning coffee? Like, I think this is a good time to go. 
what was going on there. So, take it one second. So, one of the Mahalchem, we're going to discuss a few Mahalchem. One Mahalchem is going to be that they were married and they had the responsibility, if you call it, the oil, positive oil, but an oil of leading Klai Yisrael. And he was the logistics leader, front man on the job, and he was already operating in a different area, troubleshooting what they knew eventually was going to become a battle. They just didn't have a clue till she got on a vua how in the world they could even initiate this battle, let alone win it, because they were severely outnumbered. Outnumbered, severely outnumbered is an under, understatement. Uh, the enemy is going to, when we get to the battle, have 900, 900 tanks, and we had zero. So it starts off 900 to zero. <laughs> Yeah, it was a, so he was starting to do something over there, and he didn't really do anything yet. And the TV was going to be, okay, get 10,000 people, go to Hartover, and we're going to make this happen. We're not going to make anything happen. Hashem's going to make it happen. We're going to stand there. So he was sort of, and it's, I'm going out on a limb even saying this shot because it sounds like, not like you were suggesting, nothing was being done before they got that TV. But he was the leader of sorts because even though he had a lot of trouble imagining how he's going to gather 10,000 people. It's a big honor. It's a, oh, I'm not going to get one person. Who's going to come under my banner in a war that you can't win? And she's going to tell him, I'll be in a war. No, it's going to happen. Then he's going to, this part we know from the after, right? He's going to say, well, if you don't come, I'm not doing it. We'll discuss at length what that, there's a din that if enough, he tells you something, Yechai Misa, if you push back. Okay, so why was he allowed to do it? Nobody criticized him for that. And she came. She came with some provisos. Now you're not going to get the COVID. I want you to get the COVID. And you should get the COVID. The women should be in the background. It's going to be in the hands of a lady, which meant her and yo. Okay, well, get all that. He must have been somebody. When he knocked on the doors to get the 10,000 people, he was already in somewhat of a known entity, unless you say that nobody knew who he was. He knocked on the door and said, I'm Devera's husband. It's possible. I'm open to him. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But... He was definitely an honor, and he was a tzaddik to be zechalakach, tzaddik to be married to her and to be able to be the general leading them into battle. But it's very clear that he was somebody that they understood, okay, the battle can't be won on paper, we're going to have an ace over here, but makes sense, you're the man. So as I'm trying to describe, is he, was a, he was a somebody doing something in a different area, and she had to be as the shafetis, or as the leader, as the Nevi'ah. She was near Beis El, but that's a makam, that's a mesugul for Nevi'ah. So they went to different places. And that's why she had to, she sent the message, not like over the morning breakfast. Sounds like, we don't know how many years it went on, but... Sounds like in this Kufa, I mean, clearly the Pasuk is going to say, we got there, she sent a message, it wasn't next door. They were, they were in different places. Yes? What I was going to ask is, did we learn from, like, from Yipka? I know it's going, it's working. Uh, yeah, we didn't get there yet, yeah. Yeah, Amaretz over there, also we have to explain. All the Shaftim with Sadiqa Elyon, the comparison of Yiftach and, and Gidun and why Shimshin's in that list, Shaila, um, to Shmuel Anavi and to Sneel uh, Bankanaz and to others, is a relative comparison. They were all, the Major says clearly they will. That's, that's why I keep using relative. It's. Uh, Right. But he wasn't great in his, in his 
right. clearly something something was missing in comparison to Asniel ben Kanaz, and, and his nevuah's lack thereof comparison to Devarah wasn't there. I'm just putting out that it's quite possible he was a known leader already, because you see that he's in some position, even though she says get 10,000 people, sounds like he had almost no one, but whatever there was, it sounds like he was in charge of that. So we're gonna, when we get to the Sukkim, we'll explain further, but... But she still, I don't want to take anything away from her, she still worked on herself, as the Rabbi is saying. She became the Navi, slash Navia, in this case, in charge, due to her, due to her own Madrig also. I don't want to take it away. But yes, it was a wonderful Shaduch, and they were, they're going to save Christ altogether, and they're going to be known as the uh, two leaders of the Dur. So he had three names. Barak, Lapidus, and Michal. Barak, Shapanov, Hayadam, and Labarak. So that fits into what? We just said he had tremendous mylis himself. We don't describe uh, a nobody as a person who you look at his face and he shone, uh, he was shining like a barak bark, as a, like, a, like a flame, like a bolt of lightning. He was part of this project, attached himself to the Menorah. Kajbahu looks always into people and sees the potential and sees the kavanas. Again, clearly indicating they're both involved with this lavas in this project. which gives the hashbah, just the hidden mitzvah, facts on the ground is the Menorah is going to be more beautiful, the mitzvah of Alakas Menorah, and what it represents in the Ashpah of the Siat Shmai and Teirat Yisrael. And the Girsi is Archem. Uh, I'm going to show you're going to become uh, famous, not looking to become famous, they're looking to have the Hashpah and help Klai Yisrael. And again, the Elia Rabbah goes back to point out the Maila that a spouse can have, the Hashpa, a wife can have, and the husband, and vice versa. In this case, the wife and the husband. Famous Pasuk and Mishle with a little chachma, and this is so important because people are always quick to complain. So whenever I deal with uh, the spousal um, uh, complaints and responsibilities and roles, so they're saying, uh, why isn't my spouse perfect? And why isn't my partner perfect? And why isn't my... So also the complaints, instead of understanding that no one's perfect and you're here to fix up what each one is struggling with. Do not go home now and say, we just heard in Shear, I'm here to fix you up. What's for breakfast? We'll discuss it. You can't go tell somebody they're going to fix them up. Your job is to understand that if something is missing, you in a very smart, delicate, almost undercover way, you work to strengthen the strong points and in this case, the weak point of his amratzes, relative amratzes, whatever you want to call it, She's going to figure out a way. She's in a via. I'll be Nister. He's going to attach himself to the Menorah. And we're going to do the Hidra Mitzvah. And he's going to give him Siat Hashemayin as Chachmas HaTayra. And we're going to get him to learn more. And he's going to become a great leader. But she did that with tremendous Chachma that nobody's feelings were hurt. 
That's an art which some people have and some people are working on. But that's when it's a spouse, they're very close to home. You've got to be extra careful. But that's true with children, true with parents, true with uh, siblings. And the Pasuk over here, Chachmas Nashim Bansa Besa. You've got to figure out how to help the people that are around you, because that's your primary achrayas, and do it with tremendous sensitivity that they don't feel like they're a chesed project, and they don't feel like they need help. That's already insulting. Wait, I need help? Say, so they don't need help. I'm, the verb I'm sure said, I know how to make, a lady in the house knows how to make uh, wicks, so I'm going to put them together, and we're going to work on this, and you're going to help out, and you're going to deliver, and you're going to, hey, just help me out. I need help. And it was a schuss for her. That's the daily rab is ending up it was her pushing but they both reaped the benefits you're both going to be the leaders they both reaped the tremendous benefits you had now the unfortunate contrast in a wonderful tzaddikis who helped her husband and herself grow chachmas nashim bansa the classic, tragic example in Tanakh of the lady who did the exact polar opposite. Izzy Zevel. She's so famous, they named Jezebel after her. That's how famous she is. Became a word, became an English word of a rashanta, of a traitor. Didn't help. She started off as a princess, a non-Jewish princess who grew up as I'd call her a Jap, but she's not a Jewish-American princess. She was a, a foreign um, princess whose father was a big, powerful king, and she grew up very spoiled to get everything she needed. And her father was a big-time over the Vodazara, as they all were. And Achav made the tremendous mistake of marrying her with, of course, some sort of beautiful cosmetic conversion, which was not beautiful at all, but he made it look very nice and some fancy ceremony, and that was the problem. What Shlomo did with the princesses also caused damage, but the mile over there was Shlomo was not only from, he was uh, the god Lodar, and even though the Pusik sounds like he did a Lodar, everybody said he never touched the stuff. He was uh, trying to do Kiruv, and he was trying to bring the Shrei Tishalayim and bring the Mashiach, and everybody except Al Mochoshimayim, Gavaldik, it just it did a lot of damage. And Gavriel uh, then started the clod of earth that became Rome, that destroyed the uh, second bias, which was the worst destruction as we're sitting in the three weeks, because it was more lasting, unfortunately. That's why we still have the three weeks. Uh, Achav never had such a grandiose plan, L'Shem Shamayim, of, I guess if you'd interview him on a good day, he would say, no, it's good, we bring the people there as a kid. He probably would say the same thing. But that's not what he had in mind, especially post-Shlomo when they saw the damage. A little hard to say that argument. So what did he say? I don't know if he said anything. It was a power-sharing alliance. Achov was the most powerful emperor in the world at the time. The Eli Rabbah is not going to go into this, but I'm just reminding you. Achov is listed as the world's most famous and most powerful emperors. And basically had dominion on everyone based on his conquest and his alliances with this 
marriage and that foreign princess. And so they were all on pretty good terms, and he was extremely powerful. That's not an excuse, needless to say, per like Pinchas and Zimri and Cosby, you can't marry foreign princesses, and if they're not really Macabre Mitzvahs, it's not going to work. Well, I don't know what she said on the day of the Geras. I do know what she said. She said, I do and I will, and whatever else she said, but she didn't, and she wasn't, and it never really got off the ground. And she brought all the Avodazars with her, and she, instead of minding her own business doing Avodazar in the palace, uh, her palace, she spent most of her life convincing him that she wears the pants and and if she does Avodah Zarah, this household is going to be pushing the Avodah Zarah agenda. And unfortunately, she did a fabulous job. Unfortunately. And this destroyed the base Achav, destroyed Achav himself, who had considerable talent and schusim. Even as he's doing Avodah Zarah, they didn't know what to do with him in Shamayim. He was half and half because he was using a lot of money to support yeshivas and kailim. And he, he knew deep down where his, where his Olam Haba should be, but he couldn't get himself out of this mud. So the contrast over here is here Devarah built up Barak and they both became leaders that saved uh, Klai Yisrael and Izevel is the one who's going to destroy Achav and destroy the Assas Shvatim with him. So that's quite a contrast. Bas as Baal as in the Avarazara that's named after Melos Sidainim Sidainim are right up north like the Phoenicians that area Lebanon, Syria First moment, probably five minutes after the pseudo Geras. He didn't know too much about it because he grew up sort of, well, his background wasn't that from either, uh, but he went to some sort of yeshiva and he never tasted this Avadazar. And what in his upbringing was dabbling in Avarazar, because he didn't start doing Avarazar, there was Avarazar already in the Sasa Shvatim, became such an Aveda by him, Lahavdil, Hismacher. He sold himself. He used to go and weigh himself every day with his good friend Chiel, who built Yerichoy and paid for it severely. And he used to weigh himself. I had a whole ceremony. He used to give that amount toward the base of Alazara. He was mamish in it and with a passion. Where it came from, did he first do it to satisfy his wife? Probably. This is a good example where, again, if you'd interview him, I'm always into the interviews, what would they have said to the reporter? He would have said, you know, Shalom Bayes is a great Sazach. You know, that, that's usually the first line of defense. Uh, you know, you got to keep, she's a, she's a bit of a nudnik and a very strong personality, and what can I do? Uh, I, you know, you got to keep Sean Baez, otherwise I'm not going to be able to learn in the morning. And probably when he started, he probably did have a Seder in the morning. Well, not for long. Afterwards, he had a Seder weighing himself, giving the money to the temple and making a whole ceremony. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. I didn't get that name for us. Not a coincidence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She taught him the whole thing. There was a, a new shear in it. Unfortunately, Lahavdil every morning. So that's and I, Shalom Bayes, by the way, is often used as well. I'd like to learn more and I'd like to do this. So sometimes that's true, and you got to help out at home because she needs help, and that's chesed. Charity begins at home, and sometimes it's. Uh, one thing after another, and then you're going places and doing things you shouldn't be doing, and um, that's not the uh, heter for Shalom Bayes. 
and I shouldn't, the women who might hear this uh, secondhand or firsthand, uh, we've given the Noshim Sitkanias a lot of room over here, but it goes in both directions. Sometimes they're the ones complaining that he's not doing the right thing, and vice versa, and sometimes a little of both. Lamaisa, we're not finished with this devil yet. We'll get to it next week, but I do want to see some Peliates, and it is late, so we will. Uh, yeah, well, they were talking about the Isha Chachama, who was tremendous in knowing how to build up her husband the right way. And yes, and then the Arab is showing you how it's done the wrong way. Take a look at the Peliates. Uh, the contrast is incredible because we have the best of the best and the worst, the best example and the worst example, which is, you know, contrast is no always that much of a contrast, but uh, we happen to have it. Um, just in a few minutes we have, I always like to um, do a minute of Chazar and what we had on Shabbos for the people who can't come on Shabbos, but this one in particular, for the context of today's uh, going back to our shuls and the going back to Minyan and the chizik that it needs in all areas of Klai Yisrael, because if you get rusty at something, uh, muscles need constant exercise. And the honest people tell me, it says, how do I get my chizik to make sure that minion and going to shul and going to best measures becomes uh, my top priority as it was a few months ago. So we saw yesterday, page Nun Aleph in the Peliates, in the first part of the Sefer. First part of the Sefer, Daf Nun Aleph. We'll read it again a little quicker. Because he points out from the Gemara and Brachis and other famous Chazals that not only is going to shul and davening in a shul a tremendous chizik for all the people there and you're in a Mokom Kaddish and it's never going to be the same as your backyard, which is not a Mokom Kaddish. I'm sure it's very halig and you learn back there and do all sorts of mitzvahs. But not only does it have all the milos of Kaddush's based Knesset and a mini Mishkan, a mini mikdash, it has the maila that the airspace, the makam inside the shul and the base medrash is actually a place that you can gain a side benefit, uh, not so small side benefit, of arichas yamim. And it's based on the postage, Laman Yibu Yemechem al Adama. You have arichas yamim in Eretz Yisrael, and Rabbi Yechanan was wondering. They told him there are old people in Babel. He was shocked. How can there be old people in Chusler? It's, it's not Eretz Yisrael. It says, Laman Yibu Yemechem, it says, al Adama. How can it be? And they told them, no, these are the people who come early to shul and stay late and spend a lot of time there. And the shul has a din of Eretz Yisrael. So, Ferish Gamar, you don't even have to go to the Zayar for that. Sounds like a Zayar. Mitzvah Sashkamas Beis Knesses, Midvam Shachem, Perisayim Balamazeb, Akaren Kayam, Zalalam Abba. We say it every morning. Yeah, Peris Balamazeb, Sabichas Yamim. And obviously, the Schei Belam Haba. Vidu Adamu Bashas, Tahainu Dahanyala, Lebene Bava, Lamahavi Sabi. That's the school they had to reach old age in Bavel, even though Bavel's in Chutzlaretz. Zemashol b'nei Bavel ha'arach yamim. Kedam alu Rabbi Yeshua Malevi Labanov. And that's why Rabbi Yeshua Malevi told his children, among many other things he told them, for good advice for the Ruchnias, but this was highlighted. Kadimu v'chashichu l'b'nei kenishta. Make sure you're there whenever you can be and come early. Kehechi ditarichu chayes. You should have... Arichas Yamim. That's the Paris Ba'ilam Azeb. Of course, that'll help you if you're doing it right to enlarge your Olam Haba. The longer you're here, the more you'll get a chance to do mitzvahs. Ashkimu, Arichal, Abes Knesses, Amanash, Tariqa Yamim. 
The next Milo, if you show your Slavus and you come and you come early and you're one of the first ten, then there's an Indian, also Alpinister, Daf can be the first ten, both based on the Gemara, that the Shechina comes to Shul, there aren't ten people there, the Shechina Kaviachal is upset because Hashem wants to be Masha Shechina also in, in a greater intensity, and that happens when you have a minion, and then the minion's in a Makam Kaddish. And if you're the first ten and you're making that happen, you get schar connected all the people who come late. It doesn't mean the people who come after number ten don't get schar. They get the schar being there and being in the makam that has a din of Eretz Yisrael. That's why it says, lost the love of all the shuls and the Bata Majeshim are going to be in Eretz Yisrael because it's a din of Eretz Yisrael now. You're in a, you're in a makam. You get a chance every morning to make aliyah. Isn't that great? Just, just get up and you come to shul. One second. The Bufar Hamaktam Liyaz Rishon and the first ten is a Maila and the first of the ten is even a bigger Maila. Hiflik Maid Bezayah Kaddish. This is a Zayah. Beshivcha Dekai Bedagah Tzadik Vutikin Gadol Lopikam Abris Venaseh Reya Av Rachima Dekutshabrichu Atikun and he's considered a close friend. Kaviyach HaVakosh Baruch Hu who will know these chazals, these gemaras, and these zayars, and not want to run to shul? And be one of the first ten, try to be the first. However, I'm going to get to your question in a minute. Sometimes a person understands and he's not lazy and he gets up and he comes and he comes and he could have been. Remember, the Bach says every shul has to have a hallway. See, he makes it to the building. He comes out to the hallway and they have a coffee room and a tea room. Nothing wrong with that. Wakes you up. It's Kabbalic. They come and they see their friends and they're in the building, but outside the Heichel. And they start schmoozing in the hallway or in the coffee room. What a pity. He made it to the building. Uh, you're saying it's better than schmoozing in the basement. Yeah, I guess that's a nice silver lining. Uh, but um, there's a better uh, option even from that. That's a pretty powerful puzzle. He says, it's a pity they're giving away their kayach. That's such kayach. They made it here on time. They could have just walked in and sat down and not talked, and they're giving it over to somebody else. He doesn't care. Now you'll say, I'm such a nice guy. I'm a balches, and I want to give him the schluss of being the first ten. If you got here, come in. Don't say bikavod and give it to somebody else. You don't see people doing that when they're giving out money. So if you're here, come in already. Um, Sadiq, the next line is going to be, and there are some people who do that outside, right outside the shul, and then there are people who do it in the, in the shul, and they dive in, in a base kinesis of Amaratsim, but we'll get to that. What was your question? Yeah. Where... Better than that, there are, that, that's true, but they actually took stones from the Mikdash for Bavel and built a shul with it as that, as that connection. But even without that, if you build one from scratch, you know people who did that, you get the Gadusha in the Makkum once you put up the building. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, 
That's why you were involved. Have a wonderful week. Mitzvah Shem, we'll see you next week. Yeah.